Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Welcome back. For your goodness, for your mercies, for your faithfulness, for your loving kindness, we thank you for being our daddy God. We bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, we welcome you again. We ask that you teach us your word. Jesus, we bless you. Thank you, Lord, for we know we shall enjoy your presence today. To your glory and praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen and amen. Alright, this is the 11th day of Go Forward Conference 2023. We thank God for 10 days of his word that has come with power, for revelation, for insight for clarity we thank god for um all we have been learning to jesus alone be all the glory and praise forever amen and amen we bless god for all he has been doing bless god for all he has been doing and we thank god for um the grace to pray that has released upon us we all appreciate all our listeners in all the nations of the earth the good lord bless you in the name of jesus um, one to appreciate everyone who has been uh, allowed. Want to appreciate everyone who has been um, um, allowing the Holy Spirit to use their fingers as a media evangelist to do the click the share buttons to share on all the social media platforms. Want to say the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, this year's conference has been tagged fulfilled expectations fulfilled expectation and um, the anchor scripture we began with is um that's our anchor scripture um proverbs 23 verse 18 says for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off we looked at end and um and um and that's the um hebrew word uh accurate accurate and we were able to do a little work on end, um, understanding that it means aftermath and end, 
it means a later time which basically speaks of a prophetic future time amen um, amen to jesus it's a prophetic for, for future time praise god forevermore so we've been looking at um a prophetic future amen to jesus praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus and um we have the lord has helped us look into these for a while and um we thank god for how he has helped us praise god forevermore and um we um are going to be looking at from today we're going to be looking at expectation 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 um life is all about expectations we all have expectations people have expectations from themselves people have expectations from their government from the government people have expectations from parents have expectation from the children children have expectation from their parents so life is all about expectations praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus spouses have expectations from themselves and um one of the major reasons for frustrations in relationships is because of expectations that have not been fulfilled amen to jesus and so um we can't live life without expectations we can't live life without expectations and you can't you can also um, not have expectations even when you say you don't have expectations you have expectations amen to jesus like somebody uh, uh, my dad will always say he has learned to expect anything from anybody anything you know um, but that's still an expectation praise god forevermore and um, because that's the way they have been able, he has been able to fine-tune his life i heard him say that i also heard uh, somebody say that also i mean these are people that are always on the reserved side they have built their life in that way so that's why as it were nothing you do gets at them amen to jesus so they don't have high hopes from you they don't have high low hopes for you they just expect anything from you so anything you give to them they are good to go they have already prepared themselves for that i also heard somebody tell me the same thing but be that as is me they still have expectations so your expectations the expectations they have from you be it good or bad they are expecting something from you because you cannot relate to people and not expect something from them praise god forevermore you cannot relate in life and not expect something from life amen so their expectations praise the lord and um where we have problems most of the time that we have too high hopes from people we expect so much from them and then when they dash our hopes we get heartbroken amen to jesus and um we get disappointed praise god forevermore i think over time in life i've learned not to get disappointed in people praise the lord uh because um expectations are part of life amen to jesus they are part of life people will give you different twists and turns to their own lifestyle and um you should just get ready to expect anything from anybody but another thing you should also do as a child of god is do not allow the negative expectation people have of you to come to pass amen to jesus and there are people who we have you know have expected us to do something expected us to take a particular line of action but at the end of the day they discover that what their expectations are were not fulfilled and it frustrates them the more it frustrates them the more it frustrates them the more and they have to give in to the fact that their expectations for us are not because we need to wake up to realize something in life that people are expecting something from you they're expecting something from you and more often than not you see people 
give you a disposition because they're expecting you to also give them similar disposition you know i remember somebody told me he was expecting he was owing us more he still owing us money and he was expecting that we're going to get the police involved in the matter he did all the antiques try to insult us do everything but to date no police has come on this matter and he knows of somebody else who is owing us money and the person has been doing all the antiques and this person that was terrible his behavior he got to he was speaking with me on behalf of the other person and later he asked me so you mean this person has not advanced any money i said he has not made any advancement i was like ah was like that. Let's call police for me. The same person that was pleading with me not to call police, the same person that was misbehaving a while ago, started telling me to call. I told him, I won't call police for this person. I won't call any police. That is what you are looking for. You are looking for police, and you want me to spend my money with police. I will pay for police. And the person that tell you to do say, if you call police, I'll call police. You spend, I'll spend. And the person that be waiting for that, and he didn't get it. Now. He's not telling me to call the police for another person. And I'm like, I won't call the police for you. No police. Uh, uh, one day you carry my money and give to me. Whether it's in trickles or whatever, you, at the end of the day, I'll get my money from your hand and I'll go. But at the end of the day, you have painted yourself in a very bad light. And life is very, very small. Yesterday made me understand how small life can be. Amen. Don't be comfortable with you having a good image with somebody. You don't know where your bad images on that person will speak against you. And that's just yes, I understood it. You know, some people they are good at pretending for others and dealing with others badly. Are you get what I'm saying? You don't know. You don't know. You will never tell. So life is filled with expectations and people are expecting things from us. We're also expecting things from people. One of the greatest challenges in life is to live your life not fulfilling the negative expectation people are having of you. They're expecting you to behave in a negative way. But to live your life to not fulfill their expectations is one of the greatest challenges that you can ever have as a child of God. And every time you scale through such challenges, you're actually growing in your work with the Lord. Praise God forevermore. So we have expectations for our, from ourselves as individuals. I'm starting off with ourselves because let's not take it far, let's take it close. Amen to Jesus. You know. We have expectations for us in the business place we have expectation in the home we have expectation in the marketplace we have expectations and you see these expectations are normal things are we together and then we also have expectations from life itself are we together you see people give up on life because the expectations from life were not fulfilled are you get what i'm saying the expectation for life were not cut short we looked at anna's hannah's story and we discovered that she had an expectation from elkana the, 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 the fertile one, and you get what I'm saying. She had expectations from Elkanah, and when her expectations from Elkanah were not coming through, she asked Elkanah to give her a child. And Elkanah made her understand that she was having expectations from the wrong person by telling her, Am I God that gives children? And then she shifted her focus of what? Expectation. More often than not, we get frustrated in life because we focus our expectation on the wrong people and the wrong things. Now, when you have an expectation from people, you will get frustrated. When you have an expectation from life itself, you will get frustrated. It's not a bad idea to have plans. Are you get what I'm saying? But the Bible says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord standeth sure. I've always made people understand that God wants us to have many plans, but our plans must be flexible to his counsel. Are we together? So you have plan A to plan Z. Because within plan A to plan Z, one of them will most likely align to the counsel of the Lord. 
And whichever one aligns to the council of Bola, that's where you shall you have to go with. But you don't stay rigid. You don't stay rigid with plan A. You don't stay rigid with plan C because that is what looks good to you. Are you get what I'm saying? Praise God for with a plan. Because it looks good to you. No, you don't do that. Amen. Don't do that. Never you do that as a child of God. Praise the Lord. Don't do that as a child of God. You have to. You have to of necessity make your plans flexible. So that we can be able to align to his counsel as we go on in life. And so, first, we must not have our expectations fixed on people. And then we must not have a rigid expectation on life. Amen to Jesus. When you have a rigid expectation on life, how we want life to go for us? That's what that led many people into various evil vices. Because they have had a, a, a fixed um, expectation on how they want their life to go. By age this, I should be doing this. By age that, I should be doing that. Not a bad idea. Are you get what I'm saying? But it has to be flexible to the counsel of the Lord. Because we make, we have expectations in the limitations of our, um, of our, of our, of our, of our um, human senses. And most of the times, our senses, our human senses, what we can see is just limiting us to what God has in plan for us. Amen to Jesus. The plan of God for us, the prophetic future that God has for us, the prophetic future time that God has for us, it's greater than we can ever imagine. Amen to Jesus. And so if you just want to fix our life on, this is how I want it to go. This is the expectations I have from life. You may end up crashing your hopes. Amen to Jesus. And so that's the reason why we have to have flexible, very flexible word very flexible plan the bible says delight thyself in the lord and he shall grant thee the desires of thy heart the word delight in the hebrew means make yourself flexible and you get what i'm saying so when you hear delight most of that means you think it just means to be excited in god that's a good uh, uh, um, uh, approach towards that be happy in god be happy with the lord is a good approach towards that but you can only be happy with god you cannot be ha- you can only be happy in god when you are flexible in god if you are not flexible in the Lord, you cannot be happy with the Lord. Because when the Lord begins to turn your life the way you don't expect it, you will most definitely become offended in the Lord. And you cannot be delighted. Are you get what I'm saying? So that's why we take the light thyself, the light in just the surface. You discover that you get frustrated. Are you get what I'm saying? So be flexible in the Lord. Just be flexible. Just be flexible in the Lord. Allow God pattern your life the way he wants you to go. Allow God take your life the way he wants you to go. Your expectations from life should be the counsel of God. Our expectations from life should be what? The counsel of God. Now this makes us understand that we have to live in the spirit, walk in the spirit, align ourselves to the will of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And be sensitive to what the Lord is doing per time in our lives. Are we together? Now if we are not sensitive to this, we would see even the will of God as the workings of the devil. Praise God forevermore. We see the will of God as the workings of the devil. And that's what happens to a lot of Christians. A lot of Christians are binding, casting, losing, chasing, what else again? Pursuing, what else again? Um, doing all manner of things, placing their focus on the devil, unknown to them that these are just things that God is allowing for a purpose. Are you get what I'm saying? 
and then they get frustrated in the devil chase in the devil's rat race and the devil gives them assignment and they keep fulfilling the assignment of the devil and leave out on god who is working out something in their lives amen to jesus now so we must understand that our our plans must be based on our delight in the lord our plans must be based on our flexibility in the hand of god God took the prophet Jeremiah to the potter's house and he asked him, he saw how the potter was we, we, we made the, the vessel and when he gets when he made it and he sees and he gets to a point, he sees that it's not designed to him, he squashes it all up and starts all afresh. Are you get what I'm saying? And then God asks the prophet Jeremiah and tells him, he tells him, Can Israel not be like this in my hands? Now the potter's the, 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 the mystery of the potter, the, the revelation of the potter is something that the Christian Christians over the years do not want to listen to. Because we cannot count how many times the potter would squash the clay. Let me tell you, let me make it like, let me say it this way. We cannot count how many times the potter will take the clay back to ground zero. What we as Christians believe in is the part of the justice like a shining light that shines more down to a perfect day, which is very right. And you get what I'm saying? But the process of shining more often than not will squash you. <laughs> it will squash you. Are we together? And like I always say, when Samuel anointed David as king, amen to Jesus, he did not go straight to the palace. When we teach on the anointing, more often than not, we teach that the moment you are anointed, straight up, you are going to the palace. Straight up, you are going to do great things. When, when Samuel anointed David as king, he went back to the bush where he was coming from. If we are to teach it in modern day Christian understanding, we will say that that is retrogression. That is satanic operation. How can you be anointed and retrogress? How can you be anointed and go to where you were before? When you are anointed, you should go. You should go forward. You should go where God. You should go to the palace. You should go. But most of the times, we have pushed people to be anointed and go forward and thwarted their destiny. David was not ready for the forward they are talking about. He said there's some training in the seemingly backward that they call backward. And God needed to take him backward as they call backward. So I will be trained for the forward that we are talking about. And because we have pointed the anointing as something that gives us expectations that are not in line with God's making process, we have ended up breeding frustrated Christians. And when I mean for I mean frustrated Christians. People that don't know the ways of God. People that don't know the operations of God. People that don't know how God makes his own. How God builds his own. I was talking with um, um, with um, a pastor yesterday. And I told um, her, I said, when we were in Congo, when we came back from Congo, a man of God, an elderly man of God, has passed on to the glory of God, you know, he told me something when I told him our deals. He told me what you have what you went through. You cannot learn it in any Bible school. You cannot learn it in any Bible school. And I thought that God had finished training me in Congo. I came to Ghana as the Lord led. I thought you had finished training me. And I came as the Lord led. Five years. Another series of training. And I was wondering, I thought I just came to Ghana to come and explode. Only for me to come for another training process. Are you get what I'm saying? Another squashing again. When the Lord led us to a particular when the Lord led us to this place and the Lord began to lead us to do something. Something I, I did when I was seventeen. You know? 
something like this, you know, something they don't let me to do it again at 40. And I was like, God, this is backwardness. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Why are you taking me back to what I did before? But how, if David had complained, Lord, you've brought me out of the bush and anointed me. Why will you take me back to the bush? David had not become the king he became. Many of the times we want to question God's operation because we feel that we know better. God, you brought me out of the merry clay and set my feet upon the rock to stay. Why should I be going back to merry clay situations? Why should I go back to the bush? This is not God. This is the devil. We are quick to, to, to announce the devil when our expectations are not going the way we planned it. And the problem thing about us is that we have expectations from God, but we don't even care to know God's expectation from us. It's a two-way thing. We have expectations from God, and God also has what? Expectations from us. God's expectation from us is the reason why he takes us through training processes. Are we get what I'm saying? Because when you are trained, it's because the one training you has an expectation from you. So that you fulfill his desire. Are we together? The balance between our expectation and the expectation God has from us. Our balance between the expectation we have from God and the expectation God has from us is what is called maturity. And that's why we have not many mature Christians. Are we together? Because all we have... You see, why do we have a large number of seeker sensitivity in church? Because it's a large chunk of Christians who have expectations from God and they don't care about God's expectations from them. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So we're talking about your expectation not being cut off here. Your expectation not being cut off is based on the understanding of God's expectation for you being fulfilled. That's it. How you get what I'm saying? So if you are not ready to see God's expectation for your life being fulfilled, are you get what I'm saying? Don't ready to be shouting my expectation will not be cut off. In fact, that your expectation from God was already cut off before you started. If you are, if you are not expecting, if you don't want God's expectation for, for you to be fulfilled. That's why we have a lot of cut off expectations among saints. Because for them, I expect God to do something for me. Amen. And for them, they don't expect God to expect anything from them. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. So why should God expect anything from me? After all, God loves me. He has given me his son. But don't forget that he gave his son, his son, Jesus, went through the cross to bring about salvation. We are also to what? Carry our cross to bring about what? Reconciliation. So God has an expectation from us. Are we together? And we must fulfill his expectation. If we are not fulfilling the Father's expectation, we must get ready for our own expectation from the Father to be cut off. And over the years, our expectation from the Father has been so seeker and lead sensitive. My expectation this year, write an expectation list. My expectation this year from the Lord, my expectation this month from the Lord is for the Lord to give me a house, give me a car, give me a husband. Not a bad idea. These are good things. Are you getting what I'm saying? But how we get your expectation from the Lord? fulfill his expectation from you. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Are you get what I'm saying? How will that your expectation from the Lord fulfill the Lord's expectation from you? So we must create the balance. The balance is very important. We must create the balance. 
if the balance is not created, then we discover that we'll be people with high expectations from God that will end up in frustration because we are not creating the balance. What is the Lord expecting of me? Why would the Lord squash me back to ground zero? Because he has an expectation in his heart before he started what? Building me. Are we together? And if I'm not yet fulfilling that expectation, what does he do? He squashes me back to ground zero so that I can fulfill that. Way. It doesn't matter. The potter does not, ma- does not mind how long it takes him to what? To build the, 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 the vessel to his, to his taste. All that matters to him is that he gets it to his taste. So while most of the time we are counting time, the potter is counting what? His desire. So while we are counting time, God, time is going. God is counting his desire being accomplished. Are we together? So we must stop focusing on how much time is going. We must start focusing on how much of God's desire is being accomplished. Are we together? And this is where mature sense coming. The balance between our expectation from God and God's expectation from us. When we get to this point of, 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 of when we get, begin to reason like this, we begin to reason in maturity. Are we together? And so we are no longer concerned about how long God is taking to do it. Are you getting me? We are not concerned about what God has done in the life of somebody that we are not even seeing in our own lives. So we are not concerned about that. We are not even concerned about the squashings. We are not concerned about the breakings. We are not concerned about the seemingly unfavorable delays. Are we together? We are not concerned about that. We are concerned about the master's heart. About his heart desire. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now so, when we look at expectations here, it happens to be something that is very, very important. Amen. Very important. And the church has not understood expectations from the right perspective. And so it has brought about a lot of confusion in the church. You know, um, I, I saw something and, 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 and um, the, it was so, somebody was talking about delay and he was saying, uh, you know, basically delay is negative and every of that. Now, um, when you are not mature, you look at delay from one point of view. Are we together? Now, the portal who is making the play, the person who is watching him is, marking, is counting time. Is counting time. And it's like, you have been on this particular vessel for the past three hours. And you are squashing and molding, squashing and molding. Why, why all this waste of time? For those into, into the arts, you discover that they use a lot of time. You can see a masterpiece painting. It will take a month to paint. A month. He says, it take, it take, the, the artist says, it took me one month to paint this masterpiece. Why? Because he understands that for him to get that masterpiece out, if he sees and I say, I want to start at the beginning from painting and get to the end in the painting, he would mess up the whole painting. So what does he do? He paints a little. He goes to do other businesses. He comes back. He looks at the, 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 the picture he's painting and looks at more details. He puts another set of details. Some they tell you they use three hours. Why? Because you cannot just start and finish it immediately. If not, you will miss out on a lot of details. When we are dealing with God, 
God is detailed oriented. God deals with details. And he wants to ensure that every detail he's putting into his masterpiece comes out what? Successful. And so when it looks as though that the Lord is taking so much time in bringing out your seemingly expectation is because of his expectation. I know the beautiful thing about that. If your expectation is aligned to be, to be flexible to his expectation, you end up at the end of the day discovering that it was actually, your expectation was actually met for in his own way. According to his own expectation. God will always meet our expectation according to his expectation. Unto him who is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, that we can what? We, we, we can ask or think or imagine. But how does he do it? According to his word, his power that worketh not, not according to our mind, not according to our will, not according to our expectations or our desire, but according to what? His power that worketh in us. So God is going to exceed your expectation, he's going to exceed your thoughts, your imagination, but we base on what? His power at work in you. So God will meet your expectation based on his expectation. So if you are not looking out for his expectation, if you are not conscious to his, for his expectation, you discover that you will not get his, his expectation met and you will not get your expectation met. So we must align our expectation to his expectation. Like I said a while ago, when I began pioneering the work of the ministry, somebody asked me, what do you see? I said, I see the globe, the universe in my palm. How did I tell this guy? I was in my 20s when I said that. We were in a small box room. <laughs> And he was asking me that question. That person, he held no future for the, for the, for the ministry. I get what I'm saying. But I said, I see the universe in my hands. In my hand. And he must have looked and said, wow, great vision. Now, how would I be able to accomplish that vision? I thought that I would start the itinerary ministry, traveling, traveling up and down, preaching, traveling, preaching. I thought that that would be the way I would go about it. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And I was desiring that seriously. But I saw that the more I desired to travel around and preach, the more I was not being able to travel physically around and preach. And when the Lord told us, um, back 2015-16, um, about to go into the media ministry, we, did, we had no clue on how we go about it. Are we together? And then by the time the um, 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 somebody took a step against the church when we were running the church then, the Lord opened the door of the podcast. That was the best thing that anybody had done to me in ministry. I get what I'm saying. In fact, I appreciate what that man did. And I thank God for his life. I bless the Lord for what he did. Because if he did not drive everybody away from church, oh my God, I wouldn't have seen the blessing of going full force into the podcast. Thank God for COVID-19. Oh, God bless that vision that the devil brought into pass. Brought to pass. Are you getting what I'm saying? The devil never knew that he actually opened great doors of opportunity for people like us. So when COVID-19, when the man did what he did, and COVID-19 came to augment what the man did, wow, online ministry became explosive. They started preaching online, I'm preaching back to back online. Between 2020, 2020, 
I was no longer looking for physical people to preach. I was preaching to the people that are hearing me all over the nations of the earth. And before you know it, Spotify Rap started coming in. Apple sent their own. Man, you are doing very well in Cyprus. We started sitting down to look at the, the, the podcast channel that were taking us. We saw that we don't even know many of them. We don't know many of the podcast you know, platforms that are taking our messages and sharing around the nations of the earth. Now, how would I have been able to accomplish the universe in my hands? How would I be able to accomplish it? If not for God putting up his own way to accomplish it. Now, so what does that mean? I have my expectation, are you getting what I'm saying? From God. And God does what is expectation from me. And he actually fulfilled my all I was thinking, imagining, according to his word, his power, which is his word, his will at work in me. And how did he do it? He did it by what? The podcast. At the end of the day, my expectation kissed his expectation and he brought about what? The manifestation. Are we together? But this only comes by maturity. And, you know, people ask me, how do you do it? So you mean that you just stand in your studio and you are preaching, you are preaching, you are preaching. Who are the people listening to you? Tell them, I don't know them. So, do you have... I don't know. I'm just preaching. And people are getting blessed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why? Because the Lord told me years ago, 2010, He told me, preach, whether you see result or not. The result is a physical people thing. Whether you see it or not, preach. And I'll be preaching. And I've just been enjoying it. And His expectations for me are, getting, um, are coming to pass. And my expectations from Him are what? Coming to pass. Lo and behold, some years ago, there was a, an expectation I had. There's something I wanted to do. I tried doing it in Nigeria. It didn't work. When I came to Accra, I tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work. But no one built, I never prayed for it. And the Lord, this location the Lord brought me, brought me to. I never prayed for that thing. And the Lord gave me two for a start. Are you get what I'm saying? And the Lord is opening more doors concerning it. The things that I was expecting, my expectations, before I began ministry, I, I'm still seeing that God is beginning to bring them to pass gradually. But he didn't bring them the way I wanted it. Day back 2009. Are you getting what I'm saying? But gradually, they are coming to pass. What am I trying to make us understand? That for us to see fulfilled expectations, we have to what? Delight ourselves in the Lord. We have to be flexible in the hands of the Lord. And we must be ready for, for the return to the, to, the, to the bush after we are anointed. We must, ready, we must be ready to be squashed after it looks like we're already looking beautiful. Now, when the potter makes the vessel, the vessel is not ugly at that point. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it is not his fulfilled the expectation. Are you getting me? Somebody could buy that vessel that is about to spoil for a good amount of money. Are you getting me? Somebody could see that vessel and it's a masterpiece to him. But you see, it is not the eyes of the buyer that determines the masterpiece. It's the eyes of the maker that determines the masterpiece. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's the reason why you may see an artwork and it may not look beautiful. Are you getting what I'm saying? It may not look like a masterpiece. But the one who painted it, the one who sculpted it, the one who drew it, saw a masterpiece in it. That's why he, he, he did it. So it is the eyes of the artist that determines whether it's a masterpiece or not. Not the eyes of the artist. That's why they see, they see an artist and say, no, it's not beautiful. It's not for me, it's not a masterpiece. I get what I'm saying. To someone who has a masterpiece. So if as an artist, you want to depend on the eyes of people to determine your drawing, 
your painting or your sculpt your sculpture you will never bring out what is on the inside of you god is not depending on us to create the masterpiece he's making from us yeah 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 in fact god is not depending on society he's not depending on humanity he's not depending on make the list as long as you want to create the masterpiece he's making out of us he's depending on himself to create the masterpiece he's making out of us are we together praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus now so that makes us understand how important it is for us to trust in the hand of the lord to trust in the expectations of god for us are we together we have to trust in god's expectation if not we may end up living with the expectations of men are you getting me and at the end of the day living with our own expectations and not what end up fulfilling god's desired plan for us so fulfilled expectations is the end product of the merger between god's expectation from us are we together and our expectation from god yeah this balance has to be brought into the picture and i believe so much in this because this is the journey i've traveled this year <laughs> amen to jesus um actually i don't preach what i have not been taught by the lord and experienced in life is a merger is a merger and you don't see our expectations are not fulfilled at a at a goal our expectations are fulfilled as we go as we go <laughs> our expectations are not fulfilled at a goal our expectations are fulfilled as we go so the more you go on with the lord the more you get your expectations fulfilled i am knowing more i'm learning more i get what i'm saying i was talking with a uh, pastor and i and i told the pastor like what the lord made me do at the age of 17. i'm doing it again and i began as a lord why 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 lord why is it that i failed now if i failed i will not be where i am today i hear what i'm saying but you see you must allow the lord mold you squash you remold you squash you just yesterday again i saw one of the reasons for that i hear what i'm saying by the day i'm seeing the reasons for why god is taking me back to that are you getting me if david did not go back to the bush after he was anointed he would have not been prepared enough to deal with goliath are you get what i'm saying he would have not been prepared enough to deal with goliath praise god hallelujah to jesus and goliath was important for him to gain the, the fame he needed praise god every time god looks like he takes you back he squashes you is because he's preparing you for a next big feat ahead of you there is a big feat awaiting you and you need to be squashed for you to be what able to accomplish that fix we don't know maybe it was after he was anointed he went and he killed the lion and the bear we don't know are we together he just came and he said my servant was in his it was tending for his father's sheep and there came a lion to take and he took one of the sheep and i went after the lion and i killed it there was then then came a bear and i killed but we don't know if, to, if it was after saul anointed um, samuel anointed him that he was not killing bear and killing lion we don't know are we together whatever the case may be he needed to go back to the bush to prepare for the exposure of what of goliath 
more, more often than not, what is destroying a lot of Christians if we don't know how to go back to the bush? Once we have been anointed, we just, after all, when he was anointed, he was publicly anointed among his brethren. I hear what I'm saying. When anointed among them, so it's just, ah, come on, I've been anointed, I've been anointed. At least a few people know me. A few people know me already. They know me as king already. So I will start shining as king before them. After they anointed me, they gently went back to the front. They would have been say, King, come and come and show kingship amongst us, amongst your brethren. He didn't show kingship among the brethren. He went back to the forest and was commanding the bush and the and the sheep. He was still going back to lead. Now let me tell you, the anointing does not mean you have been fully prepared for the for the seat for the throne. The anointing does not mean you have been fully prepared for the. And these are the these words are talking about expectations here. The anointing does not mean you have been fully prepared for the throne. The anointing does not remove the place of further preparation. Are we together? And we need to understand something. If you are born again, you are anointed from the day you got born again. The anointing is just is is, is in fair John says for we have received the anointing from the Lord. The word anointing there is the Holy Spirit, which is the anointing. Are you get what I'm saying? We have received the anointing from the Lord, and you know all things. When do you receive this anointing, you receive it at new birth. And where do you know all things? You know all things at new birth. Your spirit man knows all things. Are you get what I'm saying? But now you hit, your, your soul has to keep aligning to the knowledge of your spirit man continuously. And that's where our spiritual growth comes in. It's not that our spirit is growing. Our, our soul is aligning to the spirit man continuously. We are knowing from the word. We are knowing the Lord more. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I know that you receive an unction. And you know all things. You receive the Holy Spirit. But man, you cannot just start jumping and shouting after a bit. Because you need to, your soul and your, your body have to align to your spirit. Are we together? And that is what the 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 the, 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 the preparation and training process entails. So if you have just been anointed and you now say I'm, I've been anointed as king, I become king, you die, you die mature, you die premature. If David had just been anointed and he said, alright, if I'm, I'm Samuel has anointed me as king, I'm already king now. Let me start kinging everybody. He died without feeling mature. Many of us that the reason why God is allowing some things to come our way is because God doesn't want us to die premature. I get what I'm saying. Yes, you have been anointed. But you need to go back to where you were before for more, some more training. Are you getting what I'm saying? The anointing will expose your, will widen your horizon concerning some things. The way David led the sheep before he was anointed as king in the bush was different from the way he led the sheep after he was anointed as what? King. The anointing exposes you. For those who believe that when you receive Jesus, it doesn't give you any advantage in the physical world. Doesn't give you any advantage in the business world. That, 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 that's a lie from the pit of hell. Are you getting what I'm saying? The anointing gives you an advantage in whatever you do. Are we together? It gives you an advantage. It reminds me the story after the story about the discount issue when I was in you know in the in, in the office. It reminds me the story of a particular lawyer who was in a particular chamber and he was the only born again Christian. Every other every, all the other colleagues in the chamber were not born again Christians and they came together, they plotted against him. Are you get what I'm saying? And they wanted to frustrate his career. And so they gave him a particular case that nobody has been able to settle. For years the case has been there. Adjournment upon adjournment. Nobody, no lawyer has been able to settle. Not even the bosses have been able to settle. And he says, So we destroy his career. Let us give him this case. And he knew the case. You know, there are some cases when you come to John, I say that matter. Okay, everybody run pass. He knew that case. So when they gave it to me that yes, they are ready to what? To destroy his career. And he went before the Lord in prayers. If 
the Holy Ghost that was given to us is just for us to go to heaven. Then there's no need to be staying on earth after we get born again. Let's just go to heaven straight. If the salvation we have is only so-so, it's only for what? For going to heaven. Then so-so and so that shouldn't have meant deliverance, prosperity, health, and healing. Now you get what I'm saying? If you just want to go to heaven, then when we get born again, let's go to heaven. Why would I be staying in this frustrated earth? And I have Jesus in me. And I go into the rat chase that the people of the world are going to. The frustrations they are going through, I am frustrating and God cannot give me an advantage. God cannot help me in any way. Because he told me, I got you saved, so you just have eternal life and go to heaven. So you'll be frustrated on earth, fighting with the people of the world, chasing what they are chasing, and you have no advantage over them. But don't worry, you come to heaven. God, please take me to heaven when you get me done again. I can't, I can't manage this thing. I get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so he knew that this was a sinister plan against him. And he went before the Lord and prayed and talked to the Lord. As he talked to the Lord in prayer, what happened? He picked up the case notes. And he began to read the, the, the docket. As he was reading it, the Lord pointed his eye to one information. All the lawyers have been, both his bosses, they've been handling that case. They've been reading that case um, docket. None of them could pick that information. No one could pick that information. But the Holy Spirit took his eyes straight there. Wow! And as he saw it, he knew he had seen his victory. He closed the jacket and he went to court. What was the issue? The, the, the client was running a, a business. Uh, I think it had, it had to do with uh, they, they were using machines. And the machines were a little noisy. Are you getting what I'm saying? And there was a particular um, um, person some, some, um, some distance away. And the person stated that in the case he sued their client to court, stating that the machines their clients are using, and his house was not next door neighbor, his house was found. Say the machines their clients are using is vibrating his house. And so, according to um, 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 professionals, they made him understand that if the clients continue doing business there in the next five years, his house will fall down. The machines will vibrate from the client's office and will fall his house and his house will collapse. And the case was on and on. The case had lasted for 10 years. And according to the professional claim which he brought, in five years, his house will be collapsed because of the client's business. And this information did not hold any water to the other colleagues that were there. As this lawyer came to court, as he started arguing, the other, uh, the other lawyers came out, talk, 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 as he finished talking. He didn't talk much. Though. He just brought out their own... You see, when they don't want to give you victory, he uses the sword of the enemy to kill the enemy. He brought out their professional advice, their professional reports, and read it to the court. And he stated that in five years' time, if the, if the, the client continues running business with his machine, they are building we collapse and my lord this case is already 10 years down the road and they are building a system this strong what are we doing in court that was the end of the case case closed they won i'm telling you you need the holy spirit <laughs> uh, are you getting what i'm saying you need 
the Holy Spirit. You need the anointing of God. He's on the inside of you. But the Bible says, He will teach you all things. He will teach you. He will teach you. So, you need to align your soul with the anointing. Are you getting what I'm saying? You need to align your soul with the anointing to be taught things. To be taught things by the anointing. This alignment is what we call spiritual maturity. And the more we align, the more we align, the more the, 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 the expectations of the Father concerning us are fulfilled. Are we together? When David was anointed, the way he led his sheep in the bush was different from the way he was leading his sheep before he was what? Anointed. The anointing is an enhancer. It's a booster. It will enhance what you have. It will boost what you have. It will boost it. I've always been a talker from childhood. And people used to complain that I talk too much. And so one day I said, I cannot stop talking. But Lord, I can allow this talking gift to be used by you. When I surrender the talking gift to the Lord, this is what he brought out. This is what he brought out with the talking gift. Preaching messages, teaching, teaching back to back. When I told somebody, I'm going to be, I'm going to be teaching from 1st to 31st of December. He said, message will finish you. <laughs> he said, some people, message will finish you. And I don't know how the Lord does it. One hour every day back to back back to back over 200 messages in one year in a month monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday sunday back to back every day there's something that the lord has to say it is because i surrendered this talking ability to the anointing and the anointing boosted it i'm a living proof the anointing can boost are we together now so we have our own expectations from god and god has his expectations from us when we align our expectations from God to God's expectation from us, we always have sweet manifestations. Sweet manifestations. God will not fulfill our what expectations in accordance with our expectations. No. He fulfills our expectations in accordance with his expectations. He is the master. He is the, he is, he is the maker. He is the potter. We are the clay. We cannot expect him to make us what we want to be. Oh, the song says he's able more than able to accomplish what concerns me to do. He's able more than able. He can do what is a hand whatever command. He's able more than able to do much more than I can ever think. When God does more much more than you can ever think, he has done what he thinks. Are we together? When God does much more than you can ever think, he has done what he's thinking. See, we must stop thinking and 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 and, and fine-tuning God to our thoughts. We must start thinking and allowing God exceed what we are thinking. Who would have told me that at this stage of my ministry, I would have been able to reach 30 nations? I would have been able to reach nations that I don't know of. I remember once on a platform, and my wife is a member of a WhatsApp platform, we saw somebody share my post, one of my, my, um, one of my quotes. I'm like, what was this? I get what I'm saying. Who would have told me that God would have been able to use me to reach the nations I'm reaching? I know people who are who, who have even done maybe more than I've done, who have more money than I have in ministry, but they are not reaching where God is using me to reach. When I saw Cyprus, I was like, thank you, Lord. When I saw the United Arab Emirates, we are reaching the United Arab Emirates with the gospel of the Lord Jesus. I was like, thank you, Lord. Who would have told me this if I could follow the blueprint that men have concerning ministry? If I had to follow my own expectations from God, I would have not been where God has taken me to today. You must allow His expectations 
override your expectation when your expectation becomes flexible in his expectation you will see him beat your expectation are we together so surely there is an end your expectation will not be cut off because it is expect- his expectation that finally happened and i tell you something the bottom line is what do you want to do actually everything that is a strong desire in your heart eh? is actually an impression of the holy spirit but just understand something that that impression of the holy spirit the way to be manifested is different from the way you expect it what do i want to do i want to teach i want to preach i get what i'm saying how do i teach and preach is the holy spirit that has to determine it what do i want to do i want to reach nations with the gospel of the lord jesus how do i reach nations with the gospel of the lord jesus is the holy spirit that can do that alone <laughs> are we together and we have not understood this in the church that's why over the years we see that we keep chasing our our broken focus our our limited expectations from god and we cannot actually see to the full realization of his expectations from us child of god it's time to align your expectations to his expectations an expectation that will not be cut short is an expectation that has been aligned to god's expectation it's as simple as that are we together praise god forevermore amen and amen an expectation that will not be cut short is one that have been fully aligned to the expectations of god this morning you are going to pray this afternoon this evening wherever you are you're going to pray one prayer lord i align my expectations to your expectations now is your moment of salvation if you are yet to make the lord jesus christ your lord and personal savior we request that you say this prayer along with many others now say this words lord jesus i am a sinner i repent of my sins and ask that you forgive my sins i believe that you shed your blood on the cross died for my sins and rose again in the third day today i invite you into my life today wash me by your blood make me your own until eternity be my lord and personal savior thank you lord jesus in jesus precious name For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number. 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria. Account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. Or, send us an email via chimdiohahuna ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed.